All right, we are about ready to uh, climb our way through the day and end it. We got two more. So second to last, we got Fireweed Metals here and CEO Brandon McDonald trading on the Venture Exchange with FWZ and on the OTCQB with FWEDF. Uh, Brandon, it wasn't too long ago you came on the podcast, and so you know it's going to be kind of short and sweet. But uh, you are adding uh, to the executive uh, leadership uh, group here of Fireweed, including bringing on a well-known gold mine builder to the board. Yeah, well, you know, uh, two two recent additions: um, Alex Campbell, VP Corp Dev, coming out of CIBC, um, and uh, yeah, Patrick Downey, Patty. Patty. You know, n- best known as CEO of Orzone. Um, you know, a guy who's built five mines, who built a mine in Burkina Faso for Orzone during COVID on time, on budget, right? And, and you know, we recognize that, um, particularly with Mac Tung, um, with the potential to, to fast track that, that, we might be a mine builder ourselves in the somewhat near term, right? And, um, looked at the the you know i think any any good board a good part of governance is understanding you know doing a board skill survey and understanding where your board's strengths are and where your board's weaknesses are yeah. and, and there was nobody on the board really who was a credible mind builder because well, so you're explorers yeah right and and so um patty well known to to john and i and all the board and um huge amount of respect for his his acumen right and, and expertise in, in mind building uh, so it was a, it was a good addition uh, so I mean this, I think this is kind of an interesting development but you did say kind of fast tracking Mac tongue um, you know I, I think a lot of people who would be involved in this industry for a long time maybe would maybe take a step back and really think about this because historically Explorers do not make great mind builders, and you're just talking about one person on a board who, you know, he's already got his own mind going on. Yeah. Well, look, we're not we're not asking Patty to build the mine, right? Is is you know a, a key, and I think he'll lead our technical committee. You know, a, a key mandate of the technical committee is is to look at the technical skills within the company and where we are and where we're heading, mm-hmm. and do we have the sufficient firepower to deliver on what we want to deliver on. Um, and I and I, I will tell you right now, um, there'll, there'll, there'll be significant changes in Fireweed if we're a, if we're a mine builder, and, and this is a valuable lesson I think. You know, I, I've in a past life working in project finance in, in the city of London, and when you interview or you know you're sitting down for a discussion uh, meeting with a bunch of exploration geologists, we're hoping you cut them a five hundred million dollar check to build their baby. Um, the answer is usually fire yourself. <laughs> and your entire team and replace it with a team who I feel comfortable giving that check, yeah. right? And, and so what we recognize is that there, there'll be a transition as Fireweed grows and shifts from explorer to developer to builder to operator, assuming that process is not cut short by M&A. Sure. Um, so what we don't want to do, is, and it's never going to be something I'm comfortable doing, is, is sitting back and waiting for the M&A. And the nice thing is with the Lundin family behind us, um, they're mind builders, right? Yeah. There, there's there's skills within that group that can be parachuted into fireweed when the time comes. Right. So, what about the structure? If you're talking, I mean, you're talking about potentially moving MacTung forward fairly quickly, maybe building MacTung as a standalone mine. Yeah. 
But what does that do for the structure of the company? Are you open to spinning that out to shareholders? Yeah, look, we're open to everything. I think it's a, it's a question of um, is there more value? Uh, is the market giving us value for it? Um, or do we daylight more value by spinning it out? Uh, what benefits and drawbacks does spinning it out create? Right Now you have multiple relationships. Uh, with the First Nations and the government instead of one. Um, You have, you know, multiple voices in coordinating and and lobbying for infrastructure and and what have you. So um, my feeling now is we keep it together, but that that could change quickly, right? And, and, you know, one thing for sure, and and I I have no doubt there's going to be shareholders out there who are going to be, like, losing their mind at the prospect of us building something because they because the most risky part of a company is during that construction and commissioning phase right, right? And, and they're they're gonna say you're betting the farm on a, on a tungsten project when the zinc project's the prize i am well aware <laughs> we we do not intend to structure any sort of you know project build in a way that it could possibly be even in the ballpark of betting the farm yeah right yeah. so that's that's we, we recognize the true blue sky of fireweed is Mac Pass, um, and that I do not intend to gamble Mac Pass for Mac Tongue. But do you feel like you are getting value from Mac Tongue in your current market cap? Uh, you know, may, maybe. You know, like I think on this this great run that we we've been on that that just you know um, paused. I would like to say in the last couple of weeks, um, <laughs> really started with the release of the Mac Tongue resource. Right. Yeah. That that seemed to be the turning point. Um, I- interestingly, despite the fact that it was pretty damn comparable to the historic resource, right? So maybe it was just the, the you know, people realizing, okay, this is a this is now a modern, really real resource, and we can put some credibility in it, right? So, um, or maybe that was a coincidence. Maybe we just finally chewed through a bunch of paper, and and that was our time to take off, regardless of the Mac Tongue news. I, I don't know, but I, I it, it is a point of discussion in every meeting I have, almost every meeting. Um, so. I, I don't think it is the most important part of the story, but I think it's part of the story, and I think it's. I, I think you know if we just lost it tomorrow, I, I have no doubt we would take a hit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. Uh, okay. So let's talk about what's coming down the pipeline. I mean, I would say the the recent top in your share prices was the day I walked into your office and did the interview. So I owe you an apology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or it's when I agreed to do that panel, like creators of value or whatever it was. And I was like, this is like, I'm cursing myself with this, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, um, yeah you know. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, and look, nothing's a straight line, right? Like, uh, right. We're, we're, we're back at the private place and price that we were, you know, uh, a month and a half ago. This is not like... It's like a major loss, right? So uh, not super concerned. Yeah. Um, and um, but you know we've got seven holes out out of sixty plus. We'll have this year total. Um, we absolutely anticipate a lot of those sixties sixty to be screamers, <laughs> as as Fireweed does, right? Um, so uh, you know, and and a, and a resource update in Q one on on Mac Pass, we think, which is going to you know finally put a number around which I think it, our loyal, sh- loyal shareholders know which is this is a bloody big project right yeah. and, and you know I think what's going to be interesting in that resource update like we did for Mac Tongue we, we also included like uh, expiration targets which is kind of like this is the stuff that's not yet drilled off but yeah. but we think could be there right um, 
it's like a sub-inferred, right? It's like a conceptual, right? There's a lot of, you know, it's amazing that we did three times as much drilling this year as we've ever done. And there was still like exploration triage. Like, like there was a lot of targets that just didn't make the cut. Like they didn't, they didn't get to get drilled this year. Uh, and they're ones that we have, like Tom Southeast is a great example. Very, very high degree of confidence. There's millions of tons of Tom Southeast, right? But just, uh, you know, there were deep holes and, and just wasn't on the budget for this year. Yeah, right? yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's going to be not just that, that number, the, the resource number, but I think it's also going to be a clear break, breakdown of where we're going to get even more tons yet, right? That I think people are going to, you know, have a maybe religious experience when they when they see those numbers right so what does a um what does like it what does a tier one uh i guess zinc I don't know, zinc you know zinc lead silver deposit look like i mean what was red dog you know back in the day when it kind of made that jump to you know incredibly huge and big you know because i keep on thinking like in the lithium side we saw the corvette uh the corvette resource estimate out and i think you could say all right we now know what a tier one pegmentite estimate looks like i mean what does that look like for a yeah i mean I, I i you know i i don't really know what what resource or reserve red dog launched with i i very high grade right because yeah. their, their initial mine life there i think was you know 20 percent zinc plus lead or something like that for for quite a while right so it was it was you know, that's a project very hard to compare yourself to because it is the best yeah. zinc mine in the world. That that you know, but um, I, I think in terms of contained metal, our resource likely will be close to what they launched with, right? Now, obviously, they kept discovering more and more and more, right? And I think we have the same possibility. Um, you know, f I, I've said for tier one for zinc for me um, is you 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 got to be able to produce you know two hundred fifty thousand tons of zinc con a year. Um, you got to be in the lower half of the costs, and you got to have a 20-year mine life. That, that 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 to me is tier one, right? So so you're something around top 15 largest, but not all the top 15 are lower quarter or you know bottom half costs, right? And not yeah. all of them are long mine life, right? So so I would say there's probably only six to eight tier one zinc mines in the world, and I, and I think this could be one of them. Do you have your standards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not going to lower them? No. Okay. All right, uh, Brandon, let's leave it at that. Uh, pleasure to see you, man, here in my state of Colorado. We'll catch up again, obviously, as the fall continues and we get news out of Mac Pass. You do trade on the Venture Exchange with FWZ and on the OTCQB with FWEDF. Fireweed's a sponsor of the pod. I'm also a shareholder. Brandon, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot, Trev. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.